Guys, welcome back to another traveling podcast episode 014 and yes, today is the very beginning or as a matter of fact, it's been a four month hiatus since I've actually been traveling and it's because you guys already know the story when I came back from Singapore. Um, I was stopped at the airport, and they started asking me crazy-ass questions after that. I had to hurry up and purchase one of the most expensive visas ever to remain in the country. And since I've already done that, I'm like, you know what? Okay, I got some friends out there in Dalat. And Dalat, you guys are like, what the hell is a Dalat? Dalat is Vietnam. You know what? I have one of my loyal followers to my ESL podcast. Her name is Luyen Pham. She is originally from Dalat. And you know what? Because I have other friends who are entrepreneurs in the area, I say, you know what? Is that a good place to go? Because Ho Chi Minh City is just beyond crazy. And they said, absolutely. Dalat is one of the most beautiful places ever. And so I looked up some of the pictures, and honestly, the serenity was just there. I felt the magic. And it's so much different from the typical Ho Chi Minh City and the typical Hanoi. This place has a lot of... it has a lot of a, a country feel to it. There aren't people in every direction. And so I'm embarking on this journey to Dala. And it's crazy because it happens so quickly. I'm like, you know what, man? Okay, when should I go? Hey, you know what? You should come during this time. It's a good time. I said, okay, but I really wanted to do my volunteering thing. They say, hey, don't worry about it. You could come next time for the volunteering. I said, God damn it. I said, okay, maybe I could do some volunteering during the Christmas um the Christmas holiday and during New Year's because, of course, that's when everything shuts down. By that time, I'll probably have a lot of online courses and stuff like that just lined up. So I said, okay, if I come down here, I want to explore. I want to do whitewater rafting. I want to see nature. I want to see lakes. I want to see everything. And so, guys, I went to Vietnam three years ago. And honestly, I still remember that time. Just because it was a very, you, you know, I went to the Remnants War Museum. Guys, and quite, first, first and foremost, to take anything away from this podcast, please do not go to a country to see whatever has happened in the past because it will ruin your entire trip. What I saw in that Remnants, Remnants War Museum was just, it was pure hell. And, and it's amazing because, again, I'm not a war guy. So a lot of people would say, hey, yeah, we have to thank our veterans. I'm not thanking a soul. I'm sorry. I'm just against war. And to see what they did to those civilians in South and North Vietnam, no, I'm good. I'm good. You guys can go on ahead and support them. That's perfectly fine. But I'm going to stay true to who I am as an individual. I'm completely against war. I'm a pro-peace guy. People say I'm not a – you know what? People say, oh, you're not a fighter. I say, hell no. Nah, I ain't got time for – I'm a lover. I love everyone. And that's why I created that ESL podcast, is to create a world without borders. And so when I went to Ho Chi Minh City, it left a very sour taste in my mouth. But it also put me into a state of awareness, saying, you know what? It was right before I went. I swear, it was like April 4th or something like that. And when I went there, it was just magic. Because I came across Jack Canfield's uh, principle number five, Believe in Yourself, and it made me cry. Because I was reading this, and of course I was doing podcasts and whatnot sparingly. I didn't do them as aggressive, obviously, as I do today, because it is me. I am a podcast. But 
when I went there and when I came back, I was like, dude, these people are wonderful. They don't care about this. They don't care about that. Remember all the victim mentality that I used back then. But, of course, I use it. Hey, and, and it's funny because even before going into victim mentality, I saw this one uh, Miss USA. And, of course, her being African-American. She said one word wrong by the name of uh, – well, the word was asked. And it's weird as hell because she said, oh, she asked me. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I used to say that years ago. But you're telling me the only takeaway you got is one word that she mispronounced? And it's funny, everyone who was actually being rude to her, they all had grammatical errors within their sentences. <laughs> so, anyways, I don't even know where that came from. But when I was starting to immerse myself into, especially when I had come back from Vietnam was the fact that that victim language and people, there was one specific individual on that U, that Miss USA video that said, oh, here we go with the victim language again, this and that, this and that. And it's like, they're never going to understand. Americans, they will never understand. They will never understand what it feels like to be, like, like have you ever gotten an email and said, hey, you know what, because you're Anglo, we cannot hire you. We don't like Anglo people. Have you ever gotten an email like that? And then how the hell... Could you ever say something so malicious and insidious like that? Zero compassion. This is what Gary Vee talks about. This world lacks compassion. Instead of saying, man, I am absolutely for this. Thank you so much for sharing your story. They say, oh, the victim mentality. Oh, she said acts. You see what I mean? These are people who come from negative conditioning, negative backgrounds, parents leaving them. Growing up in a rough childhood, being sexually abused, whatever it may be. But it's all negative conditioning in general. So, I mean, me, and I don't even know where that came from. I'm just, like, speaking from the soul right now. But I still had that victim mentality back then. And I love it because I actually made a podcast, Vietnamese Women versus Thai Women. And I don't know what I said in that podcast. I really want to go back and listen to it sometime because it's really, really funny. Um, But I told them, I said, hey, well, Vietnamese women didn't look at me like that. To be honest with you, I met about four Vietnamese women. And it was, of course, this was three years ago, and it's through an application. And three of them were wonderful. One was batshit crazy. I don't know what the hell was wrong with her. But I hurry up and, like, said, hey, listen, I remember we went out and ate for, like, 30 minutes, and something happened where it struck me. And it was crazy. I was like, what's going on? I'm just trying to look around and enjoy the scene. And the next thing you know, she got angry at me real quick and said, why aren't you listening to me? I said, oh, bitch, you crazy. I'm going back to my hotel. <laughs> but anyways, the other three people, amazing, hardworking, beautiful, beautiful souls, everything about them, compassion, empathy, drive, determination. They had that dog inside them. It's just a beautiful and a beautiful thing. And this is why I need to go back there because one, obviously, yes, my foundation but two, a part of me is in Vietnam. Those people are just gorgeous souls. And this is what this is why I need to go back. And I'm not going. And the reason why I haven't gone, I've gone back in such a long time is because Ho Chi Minh City, you know, it's just bustling like hell. Guys, if you just hear honking, like, it's not like a did-did, like New York. New York is probably batshit crazy, too. But honestly, Ho Chi Minh City is like, me the entire time. That amount of exhaust, shit, it burns the skin. The amount of pollution, everyone's wearing masks, there's no, like, clean air. But you know what I love so much about the people? I remember that I was running in the park, and one of my friends, she was just, like, at this bar. And she's like, hey, do some pull-ups. 
And all these Vietnamese people, they started cheering me on while I was doing pull-ups. It was the most amazing thing ever. Again, beautiful-hearted people. And I'm just so happy to be going back. Uh, flight's already booked. Super cheap. First and foremost, like I told you guys in the last podcast, it was like, I what, what was it? Like 100 US dollars, but the total was like, a, like was 125 US dollars. Round trip. Not even one way. You can't get a $100 flight from Phoenix to Arizona. Not even one way. I think you got to pay. Well, you know what? Yeah, probably one. I think for round trip, it'd be about 150 to 170 to go 40 minutes away to Arizona. God damn it. I'm going from Bangkok to freaking Dalat, Vietnam for cheaper. And it's double the double the distance. So I'm like, oh, yeah, baby, this is going to be real good. So, guys, I'm going to put on this traveling podcast. We are going live again. There are going to be some videos. I'm not exactly sure, but you guys going on my Instagram TV because now I'm posting videos on there. Don't we really want to post any kind of videos on uh, what is it, Facebook? Because I don't have a videographer. I'm not doing all that stupid dub music, all that. Gar- uh, YouTube is only a platform to put everything out there. That's all it is. My goal is to get people who watch me on YouTube to the other platforms. That's all. That's the repurpose. So, with that being said, guys, uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned for a lot of travel podcasts that will be coming up, guys. After I come back, uh, I'll be going to Vietnam about 50... I'm sorry, not Vietnam. uh, Philippines 50 days later uh, to do the Spartan Beast. I'm seriously going to sign up for the Beast. And I'm going to sign up for it in about two weeks, too. You guys are like, dude, you are going from a beast last year in November to another beast a year later? Can you do it? Shit. I guess everything remains to be seen. <laughs> but yeah, you know what? The biggest, diff- the most difficult part about getting to the Philippines, Angeles City, is finding a one-way flight. There are no one-way flights to Angeles City. You could go to Cebu, one-way flight. You could go to Manila, one-way flight. But the only way to go to Angeles is by having a layover, and it's going to have to be in Singapore, and it's between 10 to 24 motherfucking hours long. I just don't understand that. I just don't. This is why I haven't been to the Philippines. But you know what? I told myself that I was going to knock off the year with the big one, and I am. And so, yes, if I don't go to Fiji, which I'm kind of like, I'm kind of on edge right now. I'm like, I really don't want to go to Fiji anymore, especially for Christmas. Maybe I could just go to Vietnam or go to the neighboring country like Singapore or Malaysia for a nice little, you know, festive. You know, a very easy trip. Um, And then, of course, come March, April, or May, I could go to either Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Egypt, or Mongolia. (laughs) Oh, it's about to get filthy real soon. So I'm so excited about it. And guys, with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to another podcast, man. We're getting back into Stephen Covey tomorrow. I absolutely promise. So stay tuned. If you guys got any questions, please let me know. I'm your host, as always, over and out.